All right. Universe, how you doing? Well, let's see. Oh, is it really? It is 3.42 a.m. And that would make it uh, March 22nd. I got to get a couple of these done back to back. So I'm going back to my, my roots. We're going to just um, hit the red button and see where this one takes us. Because, well, the first place it should take us is to the fact that I do not have confirmation yet uh, that I'm working at the Home Depot, so that's starting to become worrisome. If that doesn't come through today, I'll have to assume that means that something in their background check of me has now gone south, which I can't imagine what that would be. But whatever it could be, that'll be the final straw in me learning that the world is sick of me working in big box stores. Or, frankly, the big box stores are just sick of my shenanigans, and so it's time to... <sighs> like being on the no-fly list. Not that I am. I might be. Who knows? Um, but the last time I tried to board a plane went without issue. They certainly like me coming to Las Vegas, so I don't think they're going to put me on the no-fly list. But, since I no longer gamble, I haven't had to get on planes much. So I can't say that I'm not, but I do feel like, uh, does that feel good? Sorry, I'm giving my dog a facial. She do like when I rub her tumors. Oh, does that feel good, boo-boo? Little 3.49, oh, 3.43 a.m. Oh, you know, I'm one of those silly people who puts their clock six minutes fast so that I can always trick myself in my least lucid moments into thinking, oh my God, is it really six minutes uh, it never works. I always have to do the math. I'm like, wait, is this one six minutes fast or eight minutes fast? Because I have another clock that's eight minutes fast. So I'm always confused as to which one I'm really looking at. Instead of just putting everything on exact time, since we now have an exact time. When I was a kid, it fascinated me to know what the exact time was. And there'd be very uh, few ways you could check this that weren't just calling, believe it or not, the number that told you the time, date and time. Today is January 13th, 1976, and the current time is 2.32 p.m. Click. Um, and it wasn't to the second. It wasn't to the um, beep, nothing like that. It just gave you the date and time, and if you called back a minute later, it would be 2.33 p.m. And... So whenever I got a digital watch or any of that stuff, I would always try to sync it up with the time. But invariably, I would run into something like Entertainment Tonight, which would have their 601, 602 corner clock. And it would be, say, 30 seconds ahead of mine. I'd think, oh, is mine wrong or is theirs wrong? You know, why are there two different times? So then I'd start calling the time number and, I mean, like, and, and I I don't know if that's a sign that um, that you are starting to see the absurdity of what time does to you, or if you have now come into a space in which you understand that time is the true marked measurement of how this space progresses, so you have to get back into the figuring out second by second by second by second by second life. Um, but it's work to do that. For me, it's always been work to get time figured out. I just don't relate to it.
I don't relate to the idea of us being quantified. I think we're so unquantifiable. It just has always made time a disconnect for me. And, I mean, I get that the point of a human life is to become better, is to improve, is to understand what it's like to grow, to become something more than where you started. And uh, you can't, that can't even exist without time. And then I think, ah, yeah, 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 but to do it alone is such a journey, a unacceptable obstacle and hurdle to overcome. I don't know why we want to make it so hard on ourselves to be here. None of us come here with evil intent. It, it doesn't exist. All of us come here wanting to make a difference. And then we're born into a situation where we immediately start seeing that the biggest threat to fulfilling our life of wondrous existence in the 3D universe are the other humans who got here first. And invariably the ones who are coming next. And wherever you had the unfortunate to fortunate destiny of manifesting in this reality, white male American, like I have said, the swan ride of the of the list. But wherever it was that you picked to have your life start it was a position where you knew there were enemies, period. Nobody was born into a situation where they looked around and thought, asset, all of you, asset. Nope. You might have thought, well, dumbass, gorgeous, more gorgeous, not as gorgeous, super athletic, super smart, uh-oh. Oh, oh, really, really smart. Oh, my God. Uh, who am I? What am I doing here? Oh, my God. So, you know, like you start just measuring up the world. Instead of embracing all of the gifts, you start looking at the limitations. And that is because you're trained to quantify A, B, C, D, E measurements against. And at some point, you realize that you're, though maybe hugely gifted in the art of combing a dog. Whoever you are, you are lucky, because that is a gift I don't have. Right, Phoebe? <laughs> uh, but we do try. Oh, sorry. Um, but you don't have a clue how to keep a plant alive. So that's why there are people who are super gifted at keeping those orchids alive in the middle of Colorado winter, and yet have no concept how to even walk up and not show a dog that they're scared. We all came with different gifts. And it's the isolation that makes us feel weak and unfit. And when we start looking around for that survival of the fittest theory and the Big Bang and all the chaos and irrelevance that science can throw at us, it starts to make us feel, well... 
it what it does is it allows you to find spaces where you lose your feeling I'm starting to believe that feelings are what you get to bring with you from the infinite void of what you know to be universal truth feeling is how you get to stay in touch with what universal truth means uh, the reason we all know essentially right from wrong when, when we arrive I think studies of toddlers prove that a moral code is very consistent early and then starts to be nuanced and refined the further we go but there's no question that the idea of universal justice is part of system-wide consciousness and I, I really believe and this is again truly my story only I don't pretend to speak for anybody else although I, I will say did I have on my list that one of the things I need to do is stop speaking for anybody but myself because I do find myself saying things like well here in America you know here in America in my experience the way it's gone down in these shoes is all I know and I think in some ways that's the problem because I mean I don't really even know my parents and I didn't speak to this part but one of the things my parents have certainly had to work on is trying to understand why I'm such a pain in the ass to deal with. Like, why can't I just go to med school and become a dermatologist and drive a BMW, play as much golf as I want to, and have a wife I can't talk to? What's wrong with that? Uh, I can think of a thousand things, but... That seemed like whatever I was going to choose, that was the best I was going to get. And I'm not trying to say women suck, and so I couldn't talk to my wife, but I was always going to be insecure around somebody to the point that I was never going to be available to them. So our conversations ultimately were going to be superficial, unless somehow I broke down, had the kind of nervous breakdown of social consciousness that would not scare away any reasonable woman who had put up with all my shenanigans up till that point. So, <laughs> again, I'm just not trying to insinuate that, that, that I have answers. But I think my questions, finally, are the right ones. I don't know why we can't be cooperative as a, as a state of mental energy, generally, because I think that's where this self-awareness evolved. I think it's our cooperative nature that got us into a position to reflect and take charge of our own conscious existences. I do know my dog thinks and communicates with other dogs, but I know it's not aware of its ability to step outside of its animalistic nature to make the pack work, make the next animal go, to do the next thing that keeps its species prosperous. Because once you start thinking about it all, the one thought that you can be consumed by that's wrong is that you're better than the group. And I know this is, 
And it, I'm not here to create knee-jerk reactions either. There is not a single instance where I'm trying to trigger you into defending your anti-communism, socialism, slash any sense of don't take my, my uh, truck and, and shotgun away. I don't give a shit to change your life in any way <laughs> at all. I, I would never infringe on what you think is a purposeful life. I only challenge you to consider how much purpose is in your life right now. Because I lived in a way that chased down all the messages that kept telling me what a purposeful life was going to look like and found myself collapsed to the point I just quit life. And then had to work out why I still didn't believe I had screwed up my life, even though all measurements were telling me from external sources that I had. And once I got to the point that I could forgive myself for having followed too many of the triggers like uh, just find somebody and a career you can live with, have some kids so some meaning comes into your life, and for God's sake, get a couple hobbies so your mind's not so freaking consumed, and maybe it'll all work out for you. Yeah, I kept biting into that salad, and as much as I like salad, and I do, I just never will order it in a restaurant because it always looks like the option of, of least resistance slash least interesting. I always thought, okay, but what else is there? I couldn't help but having that question with almost everything. But what else is there? How else could this be done? What else do we not know? Well, if we don't know that, well, do we know this? Well, wait a second. So what exactly do we know? And I, you know, I spent so much time chasing down answers because I kept getting told that they were out there and that we had settled on them and that we were convinced that we were now enlightened. Basically, Da Vinci showed us what potential we had. And since then, we'd all been trying to live up to that. But none of us having quite achieved that, even you, Einstein, Look at the progress we've made in our stumble, bumble attempt to be as good as Da Vinci. Have you minutes on your cell phone account? Because we'd certainly like to be able to get you on our list so we could text you updates about how cool things are over here at... Have you thought about this lately? Uh, no, you can't have my phone number. Okay, here's my phone number. Ah, you know, I'm such a sucker. And no, I have very little reach in the universe of texts from Domino's because I was there when it all started to crumble, when we lost privacy. I didn't see it happening in real time. I didn't, I couldn't believe it. You have to, you have to know that when, when the privacy shark had been jumped it was a decade too late 
the integrated su <laughs> surveillance went places nobody would have believed it could go. It was the first real domino that fell for me that made me think, oh fuck, who's doing what and who's got the keys to the freaking car? When you started to realize that somebody wanted to surveil the entire populace? Well, it was the first time David Icke started looking like somebody you might want to listen to. It was inhuman. It, it, it was counterintuitive at a level that really made me question motivations. Like, really question evil genius type mega mind out there in the world trying to do bad shit kind of stuff for the first time. Like, Whatever else was going on, it was men being men. But this, this was men being, this was men crossing a line that you thought was part of that universal voice in your head that said, wait a second, privacy is there for a reason. We don't manifest in individual bodies so that we can be scaled down to an algorithmic probability variable in an equation full of well how can we squeeze this out of them nobody agreed to that so nobody would instigate the sort of surveillance network that would enable that <laughs> would they 10 years after it's already enabled <laughs> oh so you realize that right you're like, oh my God, what'd we do? Oh my God, what happened here? Oh my God, oh my God. A guy like me didn't even cry. Because you sort of think to yourself, shit, it was my fault. It's not like I wasn't clued in. It's not like I didn't have all these miniature electronic devices. It's not like I wasn't aware that my privacy mattered. Hell, if anybody had their privacy protected, it was me. And here I was realizing... Holy shit. Because the generation coming up doesn't even see it. They don't even know what they lost. And this, this was the scariest moment of my life. Because I saw how things can vanish. They can literally be taken away. Because they get ignored. So that, that was working on some level of acceptance that you had actually been the problem. But I don't want to pretend I beat myself up over this one because I'd been told once milestones have been met, we then move forward in a new paradigm that includes these new milestones. Oh, that part wasn't true. That was an assumption on my part. Oh, you're right. I didn't notice that. You had slipped around that little loophole. Fuck. So how, oh, so daily I have to do this? I have to come out and fight for these things. To, I have to do this. <sighs> you get, it's been 40 years and you didn't tell me that I should have been fighting for this the whole time. So now I'm sitting here watching it all having deteriorated thinking I could have done something about it. And you kept telling me there's nothing to do. 
And that's how we got here. In a position where the things I care about, privacy, freedom to express oneself, equal opportunities for everybody, and the respect between all human beings that comes with those plateaus on which to bounce. Well, no, I see our research dollars going to invent the kind of riot suppression gases that will make their eyes sting for like two hours, maybe even cry. I mean, let's face it, there could be more tears. That would be fine. But I don't want them to I don't want them to have those blisters on their face anymore or anything like that, right? I don't I mean and I don't want them not able to well, a little bit of out of breath is so you can see the fine line I'm trying to walk here. There has to be something that can't be photographed and looks gross. Are we clear? I mean, again, we are the country that's so exceptional. We pass legislation to make a legal shield for those who would disseminate propaganda. In other words, known false information to the public in a way to manipulate them into thinking something that's not true. We do not want to be able to be held accountable for those behaviors. So can we get some court signatures and paperwork over here that says we're good guys still? Well, it's funny because you'd think that that would make me think, fuck humanity. I mean, seriously. Enough with all y'all. <sighs> but no, it doesn't really. And I guess this is what I've fundamentally come to accept as the new me. You know what that really shows me? Is that we know it's bullshit that we're doing it. Seriously. We know it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> uh, so what do I mean? I mean, if we're evil, we just do it. And fuck the consequences. But no, wait a second here. It's a sliding scale of losing your humanity. You're saying, I still feel a shred of decency. Enough so that I'm not just going to go out of my way and do this because I can. But I know if other humans get a look at this, they might think I'm stained. So can I get some super stain remover protection to put in my laundry just in case I get stains? Thanks. <sighs> Prisoners there's still hope. <laughs> Stupidly, there's still hope coming from that gesture of not just underhandedly subverting humanity because you can. So, yeah, it's worked to get to that point because your first reaction usually when you discover a bunch of stuff that humans are doing, especially the worst of it, is to think, uh, we don't deserve but to be blown out of existence. And I think there is some of that. We do have some, don't look at me over here, you'll think I'm so bad you'll want to blow me out of existence moments. Don't we? Don't we all? I, sh I shared some of mine. I've got more. I'll share them all. And why am I sharing them all? Because I think I'm so self-important that you should hear every one of my stories. Well, duh. <laughs> No, 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 no. 
there is none of, well, there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of that in all of us. That's the point of being here as an individual. Don't feel guilty about having a little bit of, I think I got it all better figured out than the rest of you, but I don't think I have it all better figured out that I can't learn something from all of you. That's the perfect amount of ego to have. Because you can't not have some ego. You just can't take that train and get on the express route and then not get off for five stops because you're going to run into some positions where, how'd you even get here, bro? You got way too much head. And do not reinterpret that in a fashion of double entendre. Right, Mrs. Griggs? Or was that Mrs. Cambridge Lewis? First hyphenated name I ever ran into was my 11th grade English teacher, Mrs. Cambridge Lewis. She picked up the Lewis. I mean, if you are an English teacher in America and you have the last name Cambridge, just make your husband, who's in the history department, become Mr. Cambridge. <sighs> or at least Lewis Cambridge or so. I don't know. I don't know. I always, you know what? You were my best English teacher ever, so I give you credit for that, Mrs. Cambridge Lewis. If you're still around, bravo. Standing ovation long overdue. That said, if you find yourself victimized by the messaging that's around convincing you that either you aren't up to the worthiness of the challenge because you're blankety blank or oh my god your destiny's favorite child because of blankety blankety blank well it's all wrong none of that shit's right the truth is that what what we're missing most is what we achieve as a cooperative collective in a fashion of not judging each other understanding that we're completely fallible open to the, uh, the process that's involved in humanity moving forward, which is riddled with mistakes that we make because we are new to this. We are in a position of ascending consciously into a cooperative species alignment that is the rarest thing in the universe. And it seems like it seems like some of us haven't realized that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But for so long, I was so disconnected from the cyclical energy that it is to be an individual in a species-wide existence. And... Did I fall prey to every single me, 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 me influence? Yeah, and I'm sure I fell prey to ones I don't even know about. I literally fell into the entire vat of existence that is, I deserve it. I deserve this, I deserve that, I deserve that, I deserve that. All I have to do is decide which one I deserve the most and go get it. Because I'm up to the challenge, I'm up to the effort, and I'm up to the... I'm up to whatever it takes. If I care enough about something, I'll do whatever it takes to achieve it. So why did I never want anything? Well, except to play Texas Hold'em for the rest of my life, but turns out I don't have that kind of bluff facade. So once you lose all your money gambling, then what do you do? Well, you just have a meltdown of epic proportion. Until you see the universe just won't let you quit. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh. And then the Mandela effect happens. 
And then you start to realize your place in the universe. You start to understand why you've always been such a flopping fish on the banks of what feels like an insane existence. And none of this is conscious. I mean, you don't... This doesn't happen because you picked up Catcher in the Rye at the right point in life. Although I have definitely picked it up at the wrong point in life. I don't know if you can pick that book up at the right point in life because that book teaches you chaos. Poor Holden. The world just doesn't understand him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? No, Holden is so fucking self-deluded about what matters in life that he doesn't even understand his own position in his own family. But Holden is emerging in a universe that's messaging to him that all that confusion he's feeling is conquerable if he'll just go win the I'm the best individual on the block contest. And to win that, well, start getting some of this dollar, dollar, dollar bill, yo. And it'll start working out. <laughs> okay. I mean, so what if it doesn't work out? Is there a plan B? <laughs> Is there a plan R, T? What plan am I on here? Are there double letters or do you go like A1? Oh, A, little A? Okay, well, so I'm currently on YZ, little four, uh, semicolon, ampersand, F, period, yeah, U, period, there's a C next, period, and then it's an H, period. Yeah, it's Fook. Fook. A lot of people mispronounce it. But once you're that clown who just has given up, well, what happens when you start to see the universe won't give up on you? <laughs> and I know that sounds stupid. I mean, really, it sounds dumb. But I hate to say it, but I'm starting to think that's the truth. I don't know what we did as a species to get to a point that the universe won't give up on us. Because I don't know how we could have earned it when I look around and see what we're up to. But that's what's happened. And I'm tingling like a mofo when I say this. But I think if I keep working out the next... And I only have nine more months of this, by the way, not ten. But if I have nine more months, if this is my hmm, metaphorical giving birth back to myself in life that I can claim I chose to live, well, I guess that's really what my purpose here is. And I, I don't know what took so long. I do feel like somebody came and kidnapped my brain at 15 and just decided that I wasn't all that interesting and left my body five years ago and went somewhere else. Because so much of what I feel like I'm experiencing is what I felt like I experienced as a kid. I, I know there's reasons that in my dreams, in my wandering mental journeys, I'm wandering back to times in life like playing football in the parkway with my buddies.
or just the hanging out episodes of life where you were never challenged to be anything. You just were who you were. I think whatever came along and took us out of that simplicity is a challenge for a lot of us to figure out that we've bitten off more than that than we really want to. So when I unwound things and started to find my thought process was when they stopped trying to know every answer and just accepted the answers that were there, well, they started finding answers to questions I've been asking my whole life. Like, why am I not happy? I am happy. Well, I'm not happy that I'm up at what is 421 minus six or eight minutes of time because I shouldn't be freaking around with my sleep schedule like this, especially if the Home Depot is going to hire me tomorrow. I'm not happy if they don't hire me. So, you know, life has all this going on. Look at me, I'm jobless and have <laughs> barely enough money to feed the dog this week. And I'm trying to get a job at Home Depot part-time to work in a gardening department. That's not exactly playing The Sims on level four. So, how can I claim to be happy? Because I've realized how much or how little any of that shit truly matters. And for somebody who thought for the longest time that I'd missed out on becoming what I was supposed to be, I realized that every attempt I was making to become what I was supposed to be was chasing things that didn't matter to me, that I'd been told mattered to me. So, do I need to work? Yeah, because I need to eat. And I live on a planet where money exists. So, too bad. But I also live on a planet where there is such a gap between what people are actually living as the lives they're manifesting and the ones they're capable of that I'll put up with money, I'll put up with the slanted media, I'll put up with the NSA listening, hello NSA, I'll put up with all of it because it is the single coolest place to be in the universe is manifesting in the human condition as we come to understand that there's no reason to fight like we fight. There's no reason to draw lines on maps that make us feel like different people than we are. We're a collective of unbelievable consciousness in the 3D universe. We're the top of the chain. So, if you're not here to enjoy that, well, then you don't know how to work at Home Depot, because I'm going to enjoy it at the Home Depot. Hopefully, come on, hire me, Home Depot. Don't make my background an issue. I worked for you already. Why would you want to make my background an issue? Um, there I am worrying about stuff I shouldn't be worried about. Let's face it, the universe doesn't give a shit to keep me from making enough money to feed my dog. Right, universe? Come on. Come on. Don't make me. But if I have to go hunting for a job at Lowe's, well, I understand. I've, I've got some things to earn, certainly some things to pay back, certainly some episodes in life that could have gone better. But I got nothing I'm ashamed of. Nothing I feel guilty about anymore and nothing that I don't think I can share with you to show you that whatever might be gumming you up is something that I bet you've been trained to think should gum you up. That you didn't have any intention of getting into the situation that exists and now are just burdened by the idea of you don't know how to come out of that shell. Well, that shell is there because you're afraid what every other human being might judge you as being. Well, I won't judge you as anything. 
I forgive whatever circumstance you got into because I know that the craziest thing about planet Earth, 8675309, is the variety of circumstances that are available to get into. They range from I'm 100% the problem to I'm 100% the saint. So whatever you did, well, you only did it because the planet offered it to be done. In any other manifestation, the existence is totally different. So that's why I don't think there's anything here to do but just be better. So as I try to figure that out, well, that's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing. And that's why I think it's all my fault. Because I do think I could have been better. I just didn't know how to do it. I didn't have the information from the get-go. I didn't have the confidence in myself, the belief in the systems around me, and the direction painted clearly enough to ever find myself on a path that felt forward, destiny, realized. And now that I'm there, I know it's not a path that I'm going to do much progress on daily, but if I just keep working forward, this all works out. So I believe that about you guys more than me because I know I have the most work to do. Well, that and I got to get some sleep.